you know what time it is? You know what time the game starts? Time for more football reaction. Time to hear from one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. Time to crack open a high noon. This is the High Noon Hour on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. From the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, here's Alex Strofe. Oh, yeah! Football back in just... Well, it is back. We had a game last night. Packers football back in like 48 hours. I could be more fired up on a Friday. It's the High Noon Hour. Right here on 100.5 ESPN, rolling live and local all day, baby. So we get you ready for Packers-Vikings 325 on Sunday afternoon. So I guess that puts us uh, about 51 and a half hours away from Packers football. But 51 hours? It's only two sleeps. I'm all fired up. Alex Strofe with you. Hunter Vaughn running the show live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Got an exciting show for you today. A reminder, our guys Rutledge and Hamilton, an extra hour day right after me here at 1 o'clock. And all the way until four. Um, so, so fun stuff today. Uh, Joe Thomas, Badgers legend, to be Pro Football Hall of Famer, will join us at twelve thirty. Uh, we will be getting your "Who's Your Guy" comments throughout the show. I'll get to that in a second. But I want to start with the first three things. First, here on the high noon hour, as we get ready for the season opener on Sunday. Now, I I have three big thoughts, essentially, going into this season opener uh, for the Green Bay Packers as they take on the rival Vikings in Minnesota on Sunday. And it's been a tumultuous offseason. It really has, right? It has been a roller coaster ride for these Green Bay Packers from trading Devontae Adams to, you know, not drafting a wide receiver in the first round, then drafting three in the next two days of the NFL draft, not making any big, sexy splashes in free agency. It's been a frustrating one and certainly a confusing one as a Green Bay Packers fan uh, as, uh, as we continue to navigate this offseason. No big splashes. Sammy Watkins, like your biggest free agent signing on the offensive side of the ball. So you're wondering, what the heck? is going to happen on Sunday. But I'm going to give you my first three things, and those are three things to keep in mind as we head in to Sunday's opener. The first one is all on the defense, as this defense, man, it's been touted. It's already been crowned, right? Like Dennis Green style, crown their ass. Everybody's calling them one of the best defenses in the NFL. We remember this audio clip. I haven't heard it in a few months, but we remember it. We played it like it was the number one song in the United States a couple months back when Mina Kimes said this about the Packers' defense. Number two, this might be my spiciest one, the Green Bay Packers. Look, as much as uh, Brian Gutekunst, the GM, has gotten ragged on for some of his offensive picks, offensive picks pardon me, he has built a defensive juggernaut. Yeah, Mina Kimes of ESPN on NFL Live back in July saying the Green Bay Packers are the number two defense in the National Football League. Brett Favre, who we'll hear from every week on the High Noon Hour, we'll also hear from him every week on ESPN Milwaukee's Jen Gabe and Chewy the day after Packer games, said this last week about the Packers' defense. Green Bay's defense probably will be, barring injury, be the best defense in the league when it's all said and done. Will that result in a Super Bowl win? Time will tell. But I do think that they're vastly improved and, and going to be hard to score against. While I agree, 
That's high praise from one of the greatest quarterbacks ever in Brett Favre. Samina Kimes says number two defense. Brett Favre says number one defense in the entire National Football League. Now, I'm going to do something with the defense here on thing number three that we've done all offseason with the offense. And that would be to temper the expectations. Let's just take a breath. Top of the depth chart looks really good. A lot of big names defensively. A lot of things to be very excited about. But it's time to just take a chill pill. Let's relax. If they allow 38 points or whatever they allowed in the opener last year again, I'm not going to be surprised. Well, and you mentioned the top of the depth chart. Like, they're going up against Dalvin Cook week one. And Justin he's, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. he's going to wear out that front seven. So third, late third quarter, fourth quarter, that could get kind of – sketchy for the defense now i do believe it'll come together i do think this is probably if they stay pretty healthy i think this is a top 10 defense no problem in fact it's probably a top five defense in the national football league no problem if they stay healthy throughout the remainder of the regular season but for week number one let's temper the expectations let's not expect a number one defensive performance from the packers in week number one thing number two as we build up to thing number one Thing number two here on our first three things, it's the high noon hour. Malik Strove, Hunter Vaughn running the show here on ESPN Madison. Chemistry is, is a word that's been thrown a, around a lot this offseason. I'm not talking about the science category, right? Like, I'm not talking high school science class chemistry. Um, I, had a, I had a teacher named Mrs. Nesbitt, uh, which uh, was name dropped in Toy Story Hunter. Do you remember that? When yes. Buzz Lightyear got, when got drunk? It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, he yelled uh, something about Mrs. Nesbitt. That was the name of my chemistry teacher in high school. But we're not talking about that kind of chemistry. We're talking about on the field chemistry, right? Rapport. Synonyms. I, I can't think of another one. But chemistry. Building it with some of these younger wide receivers. Sammy Watkins, a new wide receiver in town. And some of the offensive pieces, maybe, that haven't seen the field a ton in the last couple of years. Right? Alan Lazard, in fact. You know, he's, he's played with Aaron Rodgers, played a good amount of football with him. But not as a number one option. Randall Cobb has played a lot of football with Aaron Rodgers. But for the first time in several years, he's going to be looked upon to do a lot, especially here in week number one. Sammy Watkins, I just mentioned, brand new in Green Bay, didn't play in the preseason. This is going to be his first time actually suiting up and playing in a real football game since he was in Baltimore a year ago. So building chemistry is a fascinating topic that's continued to be brought up. But Brett Favre on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on Monday, or Tuesday rather, I guess Labor Day was on Monday, we didn't make Brett work, um, said this about building chemistry as an older player in, in terms of Aaron Rodgers. You kind of cheat sheet. I mean, you see things for what they are. You, you don't get surprised very often. You know a player's strengths and weaknesses probably more so than he does. And so you... Just a wilier, you know, player, and so it's easier to to adapt to the players than it is as a younger player. So essentially, Favre's saying, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has done this thing eighteen times, right? He's been a player in the league eighteen years. Building chemistry and and making a fundamentally sound offense is actually going to be easier for him. Brett Favre would know that a hell of a lot better than I would, and I tend to agree with him. So. Again, you might not see it in week one, but building chemistry will happen naturally, and it might actually happen at a more rapid pace because Aaron Rodgers, the two-time defending league MVP, four times he's won it, is the best in the world right now, right? Like, he has shown us nothing otherwise than he is the best quarterback uh, on the face of the earth the last two calendar years. So, it's a good thing. Chemistry will be built at a rapid pace, and I think you will see it even click in this game, right? First quarter offensively, 
they might not look like the Green Bay Packers you're used to, but by quarter four, I bet you will see growth that jumps out of your television screen. Let's get to thing number one, Hunter, and I think this is the biggest thing here on the high noon hour. And it kind of goes back to thing three, right? Tempering the expectations for the defense. Let's just temper the expectations overall, and let's not lose our minds. I remember about a year ago now, week number one, I just referenced that 38-3 to loss to the New Orleans Saints in week number one of last year. We all lost our freaking minds. We thought the season was over. I remember back to it. I was telling this, this story to Hunter Vaughn, who's running the show, prior to, to jumping on the air here. I remember back in 2018. When Aaron Rodgers, it was Packers-Bears opening night of the NFL season, Aaron Rodgers went out with a knee injury first half. I walked out of the room, turned off the television, and tweeted into the ether about how the season was over. Season was lost before it even began. But as we know, Aaron Rodgers came back out, won that game. Packers went on to have a uh, nah, fine season. I believe that was the year McCarthy was fired. So, yeah, didn't turn out. All, all rainbows and butterflies, but it started with a win, and I overreacted. And what I'm asking you not to do on Sunday, I know you're not going to listen, but I'm asking you not to do this on Sunday. Don't overreact about what this team does in week one. If it's a win, if it's a loss, if it's a big win, if it's a big loss like it was a year ago, it doesn't really matter in the long run of things because this team in week one is going to be so unbelievably different than this team in week 18 and into the playoffs. It's going to have a total different complexity. We talked about chemistry just a second ago. The chemistry will be built. This team will be this team will look like the week one version of it on steroids by the time this season's over and done with, assuming Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. So to revisit our first three things. Number three, let's temper the defensive expectations for week number one. They've been built up all offseason. Mina Kimes says they're number two. Brett Favre says they're going to be the best in the league. Let's not expect that week one. Down the road, I understand, because the top of this depth chart is unbelievably good. But week number one, not expecting to see a defensive juggernaut, as Mina Kimes put it. Number two, building chemistry will actually happen at a more rapid pace because Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. And as my pal Jim Rutledge always says, Aaron Rodgers cures all ales. He has reasons number one, two, three, four, and five, the Packers win football games. That will continue to be the case here in 2022. And it'll help, regardless of how many question marks and how nervous I am about the wide receiver position. The chemistry will come, and I think we'll see it at a rapid pace. In fact, I think we'll see growth in week number one against the Minnesota Vikings. And number one, the first three thing, number one. The first thing? How do we want to phrase that? The first... The top first thing? (laughs) We have to figure that out. The number one first thing of the first three things is this. This week one team will not be the same team in week 18. What we see in week one, going to be really exciting. It's amazing to have Packers football back. But this team is going to look completely different by week 18 and into the playoffs, which I'm sure they will make as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy. So let's not overreact. Let's not try to throw this team in the garbage can uh, after week one against the Minnesota Vikings. It's the high noon hour. I'm Alex. Drove Hunter Vaughn with you as well as we talk. Green Bay Packers get you ready for week number one as the Packers open up in Minnesota against the Vikings Sunday afternoon, 325 kickoff. America's Game of the Week on Fox. Going to be exciting. Uh, Hunter, no Joe Buck though. No Troy Aikman because they're ESP, they're company men now. It's going to be so strange. It's going to be weird, right? It's going to be weird. Who is the number one booth on Fox now? 
Is it oh. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson? Is that correct? I, that sounds right. Okay, so that's I think who we get in, or in Minnesota rather on Sunday, which will be interesting. I like both those guys, but yeah, it's I'm not fine with them, buck, But it's going to be weird. It's not. I'm used to them doing Bears Lions at noon. Yeah, right, right. And now we get a uh, Buck and Aikman on Monday nights, which is going to be super interesting. So I'm excited to see. Uh, I read an article last night just to get a little nerdy on you for a second about these broadcasters, right? Because everybody switched networks. Al Michaels, as we saw last night, as uh, Thursday Night Football, the opener was on NBC last night. It was Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Uh, there's no more Michelle Tavoya on NBC. Al Michaels ran to Amazon to do Thursday nights, so he won't be on Sunday nights anymore. It's just wacky, the weird, of the, the weird world of announcers. Hey, I want to get to this now, Hunter. Um, who's your guy? Right, so I'll, I'll set this up now, but we'll rehash it here in a couple minutes. I know we got to get the break, but I want to know who your guy is for the 2022 Packers. And what I mean by that is, I don't want you to say Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones is your guy, right? I don't want Rashawn Gary maybe as your guy or Jair. I want somebody maybe that people are uh, overlooking, right? Who's flying under the radar? I'll give you an example from a year ago. I was asked. Who my guy was, right? Who's somebody? I was, I was, I was on a, uh, I think I was doing a, a guest hit on, on a radio network uh, out of state. And they asked me, you know, who's a guy on the Packers that is flying under the radar that maybe we should pay attention to? Maybe we should draft late in our fantasy drafts, right? My answer, Hunter? <sighs> Equity me is St. Brown. <laughs> Oof! You didn't you didn't confuse him for Amon Ra St. Brown? Did no, you? no, oh, I did okay. not. Yeah, no, Equidemius. Uh, I would I wouldn't have said that really long name if I uh, if I had him incorrectly. Equidemius St. Brown was my guy. Obviously, I was wrong. He's now a Chicago Bear. He fell flat on his face last season for the Green Bay Packers. Did jack squat, diddly squat, nothing, zip, nada, zero, goose egg, goose egg gang, as Keanu Benton says. So Equidemius St. Brown was my guy a year ago. I want to know who your guy is for this year. 844-770-3776. We're going to get your answers on the other side. I'll give you my answer. Hunter Vaughn will give you his answer. Jesse Nelson will join us to give us his answer as well. We want to know who's your guy for the 2022 Packers season. 844-770-3776. Shoot us a call. Shoot us a text. Let us know who your guy is. Get it on the record. Because if your guy pops off in 2022, you're going to want to say, hey, hey, pals, I called September 9th with Alex Strofe on the high noon hour on ESPN Madison. That's when I called my shot on who my guy is. I'll tell you, I'm not picking Equidemius St. Brown. The came for the Bears, have at it. But I want to know who your guy is for the 2022 Packers season. 844-770-3776. That is the Old National Bank talking text line. Get old with Old National Bank. We'll talk who's your guy next. Joe Thomas still to come later in the hour. As we roll on, it's the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strofe right here on ESPN Madison. More football reactions, more from the Gunslinger, more High Noon. The High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. You see the hat? I am Mrs. Nesbitt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. That was my chemistry teacher in high school as we just went over. As we roll on, it's the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Who's your guy edition of the high noon hour? 
I want to know who your guy is for the 2022 Green Bay Packers. We were in chemistry before. That's why the Mrs. Nesbitt thing came back up. But anyway, Hunter Vaughn uh, beautifully running the show here from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Uh, we've, got a bunch of, uh, we've got a bunch of goons here as I, I pull in some of our, uh, some of our content favorites uh, from ESPN Madison. Because we're talking who's your guy. And I want your response, right? Aaron Rodgers ain't your guy. But who's your guy for the 2022 Packers? I told the story on the other side. Uh, last year... I was asked who my guy is for the 2022 season. Big Tech Guinevius St. Brown. Yikes. Yeah, it did not work out too well. But if it does work out well, you can point at the high noon hour on September 9th, 2022, and said, hey, I called it. This was my guy for the 2022 Packers season. Now joining me in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, you hear him 9 to noon alongside Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year Jason Wilde, a guy with none of those accolades, Jesse Nelson with me. Equinemius St. Brown might be one of the worst that's-my-guy picks, like, ever. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's awful. You hear the laughter of uh, who's dubbed America's favorite producer, which means she's better than both you and me, Jesse. Molly Brown with me as well. Uh, Molly, Equinemius St. Brown, your thoughts? On him. I already said him. Yikes. Yeah. yeah that's. Uh, I mean, it was bold, though. That was a, was bold. a bold day. Yeah, if we're going bold, it's certainly <laughs> bold. By the way, uh, favorite does not mean better. I want to point that out to Molly and you and, and our producer off here. What? You said uh, oh, America's favorite, favorite producer. producer. Ah, ah, favorite doesn't mean better. You know, I will better. agree with that. I don't know if I'm the best producer in this room, but I might be the favorite. You sure are the favorite. <laughs> All right, let's talk. I'm not in the room to nice. be the best. Nice. Nice. Producer off. Let's wow. go. Let's go. We've got every producer at ESPN Madison in the room right now. Amazing. And let's produce some guys, shall we? I want to know who your guy is. And Hunter, I know you've got your guy locked in. You, you, you told me in our, in our production meeting prior to the show, you know who your guy is in 2022. Hunter, who's your guy? Bubby Tunyon. And Eek. see, because the Eek. team's going to run the ball more this year, I think this is going to be very similar to almost a Wisconsin North of the Packers are going to use the tight end a lot more, and it's going to be a lot more play action, and to get super X's and O's and nerdy, linebackers are going to sneak up to stop the run. Bubby Tunyon up the seam. Now, if he could stay healthy, I tend to agree with you, right? Like, he makes a very good case to be the guy offensively. We'll see how Matt LaFleur, you know, uses tight ends this year. We know how high he is on DeGuara, but this is a do-or-die year for DeGuara. So I'm interested to see how Bubby Tunyon comes back from that ACL tear. Jesse Nelson, who's your guy? First of all, you got to learn how to turn on your microphone. <laughs> Never on this side of the room. First of all, uh, Robert Tunyon, great, is my guy in three fantasy football leagues. Okay. How all many are three, you in overall? Three total. So every fantasy football team, I snagged Robert Tunyon late. Can I hoping... change mine now that Jesse likes Yeah, my that's bad. There you that's go, bad, idea. Bad. That's bad juju for you. I've got Clyde Edward Tolaire in all five of my leagues this year. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I, I'm nervous about that. Anyway, go on. So, who's your guy? I can't say in our Wilde and Tausch Boldathon on Wednesday that we had on our show 9 to noon that Sammy Watkins will finish as a top two comeback player of the year candidate in the entire league, mm. and he's not my guy in Green Bay this year. Sammy Watkins mm. is my guy. I think from everything we've heard from Aaron Rodgers all offseason, talking about how much he's going to trust Sammy Watkins, how much he thinks that Sammy Watkins is in the same category as Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard as a proven receiver he knows he can count on in the Packers' offense. It's got to be Sammy Watkins because there's so much uncertainty 
even going into this week without Alan Lazard potentially out there on Sunday. Sammy Watkins has an opportunity this Sunday. Sammy Watkins has an opportunity this entire season to be the fourth overall pick that he was known to be in 2014. Mm. Sammy Watkins, I pushed my chips in on him when he was signed by the Packers during the summer. I am pushing them again in, doubling down on Sammy Watkins. (laughs) He is my guy in the 2022 season. That's spicy. I like that. Brett O'Claire on the text line is with you, Jesse. He said his guy's Lazard, but if that's too easy, he loves Watkins as a number two. I was just in Eau Claire for the first time a couple of days ago. It's a nice city. Love it. The yeah. Very scenic city. Gorgeous. You been to Eau Claire, Molly? I don't think I have. Is that by La Crosse? Uh, is it's that north a of La Crosse, right? Past it. Is it north or is it south? It Which is north south? of La Crosse. La Crosse yeah. is the south. Oh, yeah. then definitely mm-hmm. not. Yep. I don't uh, think so. You been to La Crosse? I have. Big bluff fan. That's how you uh, get to Iowa a lot of the time is going through lacrosse big iowa gal molly brown all right so we've got one vote robert tunyon we've got two votes sammy watkins from brett noclair and jesse stan and belleville chimes in as well as the old national bank talking text line 844-770-3776 he says christian watson will show that he should have went in the first round he will lead the packers with yards and touchdowns that's my guy stan you're nuts i love it I love spicy takes here. I went with Equinemius last year, guys. Come on. you got to get bold a little bit. So, okay, Stan might not be wrong, but if Stan's right, it's not a good thing for the Green Bay Packers in 2022. Okay, so Mm. I think that's interesting, but I have a feeling we have another wide receiver pick coming for Molly Brand. So I ask Molly, who's your guy? So very similar to my bold take the other day on William Tausch's uh, Boldathon. My guy this season is Romeo Dobbs Mm. because, like I said before, I think Alan Lazard, I've now pinpointed that I think he's going to miss three or four games this season. That's where I'm sitting at. You've pinpointed? I have. Like That's my prediction. Slow down. down. (laughs) Are you a doctor? Is there something we don't know about you? What science goes into this (laughs) forecast? Mrs. Nesbitt, where are you? It's just a vibe. You know, women's intuition. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Going to miss three or four games. And look at Look at the way the season's already starting. He's not healthy. So. Molly's just throwing some high noons back. Yeah. <laughs> Four games. Yep, that's the one. It's a little bit more sciencey than that, but we won't get into it, it on air. I don't think it is. Yeah. But I'm not feeling great about Lazard. I don't have the confidence that Stan has in Christian Watson, so okay. I'm not going there yet. Just because we haven't seen him yet, and I know that Rodgers doesn't necessarily trust Romeo Dobbs at this point. But that's what I'm feeling. I think he's going to be productive potentially. Don't say that with confidence, but. I'm intrigued by him, and I'm hoping that he doesn't let me down. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs is the sweetheart of training camp this year, so I understand why a lot of people are high on him. But I've said it before, I'll say it again, and Aaron Rodgers has tempered the expectations nonstop this offseason, right? But with Romeo Dobbs, it's just so hard for a fourth-round pick to break out in his rookie season. But he's shown he can do it, and he's pro-ready, right? He played played in that system at Nevada. It's a pro-ready system. I'm excited to see what the kid's got. I just don't know if he'll be have a huge impact the first half of the season. But I like that pick. I like how we're going all offense. Could have a huge impact on Sunday. Lazard's out. That's a good point. He could. I mean, and I think I also picked Dobbs, too, because if I look at the rest of the receiving core, like, who else is there? Is Robert Tunyon, is he going to play on Sunday? Probably not. Who knows when he's coming back? Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, they seem very similar to me in how they're not typically healthy either. Like, <laughs> that they are very like that, and then you've got Lazard, doesn't really stay healthy either, even though we're predicting him to be the number one. But we're also predicting we him to miss four games, apparently. So yeah. I said three or four. Three or four, excuse just, me, excuse just me. mark it down on Asterisk. September 9th. 
2021. I will say this. 2022, actually. But go on. It would, is 2022. Kids. I would rather Romeo Dobbs have more of an impact on the Packers' 2022 season than Christian Watson. If Christian Watson is coming up with big plays, if he's counted on highly, I'm a little worried about the state of the offense. Dobbs could be your big play guy. Dobbs could be your, like, if Lazard's not the man, if he's missing his four high noon games. Three then or four. Three or four, according to Molly Thank Brown. You. Then then Dobbs can be your guy in those situations. We've seen through training camp in the preseason games that he seems like he's more NFL ready right now. So I actually disagree with the take that I think Dobbs has an impact in the back half of the year. Watson could have an impact in the back half of the year. Dobbs could make an impact in September. I have two guys. Uh, I- I'm only going to go off. I wasn't going to pick an offensive my guy, but since you guys all did, I'll-, I'll stick with the theme. I'll get to him secondly. Secondly? Secondly a word, Jesse? You're a word guy. Secondly, I believe, works. Yeah. Okay, great. Secondly. Maybe not grammatically, but... Okay, we'll just call it. I-, I learned... What was the word Hunter we learned last week was not actually... A- comfortability, I've learned, is not a word. I really like that word. Anyway, my first guy I'm stoked for... See what I did there? Eric Stokes is my guy defensively. I think he's, he's going to have a huge breakout season. We saw some flashes last year. I know he was a first-round pick, but I think this is the year Eric Stokes really takes over as a premier corner in the National Football League. I'm so stoked on Eric Stokes. I like that pick because I think a lot of teams, when you have a really good corner, a lot of times they don't statistically show up as being a great corner because teams are just game-planning to go away from that. Right. Stokes, I think, is going to get picked on this year because Jair Alexander's the other option on yep. the other mm-hmm. side. I think Stokes is a great pick. Statistically speaking, more opportunities for some picks, for some big play potential in big situations. And assuming what we saw last year from Rasul Douglas was not a fluke, right? He was a ball hawk. Led the team in interceptions. He was he had a really, really good season. They bring him back. So I think you're right, Jesse. Eric Stokes will get picked on, but I don't think that's going to work out very well for the opposing quarterbacks. Offensively, I picked Equinemius St. Brown last year. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Equinemius St. Brown equivalent this year. My guy is Amari Rogers in 2022. Ooh. Still going to be returning kicks and punts, at least for now. If Alan Lazard's out, he'll be on the field. They only kept two running backs, the Packers did, until Kylan Hill eventually comes off the physically unable to perform list. They only have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. The emergency quote-unquote running back right now, at not running back three, is Amari Rogers. You guys re- may remember a guy named Ty Montgomery, who played a few years ago for the Packers. Just don't return the kick, Ty. Just don't, <laughs> don't run return it. it. Yeah, don't that- catch it, don't run it. <laughs> Amari Rogers finding himself in a similar role. Just one less eight on his jersey, right? Returning kicks, playing wide out, going to play a little running back. I was one of the few people you know that had a Ty Montgomery jersey. I had one. Also had a Haha Clinton Dix jersey. They both got traded on the same day. That was a tough trade deadline for the guy. But Ty Montgomery <laughs> was my guy. Equinemius was my guy last year. This means he's probably not going to do anything, but Amari Rogers, my guy in the Packers offense here in 2022. We'll continue to take your responses on the old national bank talking text line on your guy 844-770-3776 uh jj and Poinette lets us know secondly is a word says nice work strofe thanks jj why do you want to remind us of all these awful guys that you've picked year to year over the seasons uh because it probably tells you what not to do right who not to draft in your fantasy league who not to use (laughs) when you play uh daily fantasy who who to take the under on when you play your favorite game jesse prize Prize picks picks. love it uh amari rogers like if he's listening right now or on wisconsin on demand i'd be upset if i'm amari rogers after you rattle off ty montgomery and equinemius st brown that this is my guy come on ty montgomery was that dude 
Wayne said he was going to name his child after Ty Montgomery. Oh, God. Hey, maybe it'll give him a chip on the on his shoulder, though, hmm? He's already, he should already have one. He Can I just say, 2021. I honestly forgot that Amari Rodgers was on the team up until you said his name. It's happened a lot this offseason. <laughs> Gotta admit. Well, he's my Sorry, guy. Sorry, Amari, if Here you're listening. Go. What fraction of Debo Samuel would you need Amari Rodgers to be this year to say that that's a good season, that's your good enough to be your guy? Five-eighths. <laughs> you asked for a fraction. I did. <laughs> Molly? I was going to say like a quarter. That's what I was thinking. A quarter or a third. Hunter? I was going to go half. Mainly the receiving uh, Three sixths, please? Three sixths. Oh, okay. Three we six. can get five sixteenths of Debo Samuel out of Amari Rogers. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. We'll hear from Joe Thomas next as we roll out. It's the high noon hour here on ESPN Madison. Okay? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're listening to the High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Join the show on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 844-737-76. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Amari Rogers, you are my guy. As are you, Aaron You're not Stokes. that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Amari Rogers is that guy. He's my guy, Hunter. It's the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex no. Strofe, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Our guy, Hunter Vaughn, running the show. We're live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. We're asking you, who's your guy for the 2022 Green Bay Packers season? Get us your responses. 844-770-3776. It is the High Noon Hour. We're, of course, brought to you by High Noon Seltzers. Sonny with a chance to win $20,000. High Noon Seltzers made with real vodka, real juice, and sparkling water with 13 flavors and are now available in tailgate and variety 8 or 12 packs. You can get 12 High Noons. That sounds like a hell of an afternoon. This fall, for a limited time at participating locations around Madison, scan a QR code at point of purchase for your chance to win $20,000 instantly. That's right, a chance to win $20,000 instantly, courtesy of our friends at High Noon. You must be 21 years or older to enter, and there is no purchase necessary. Go win $20,000. You see the QR code for High Noon Seltzer anywhere you get alcohol. Scan that QR code. You have a chance to win $20K. 20 G's instantly. $20,000. It's a lot of money. Fired up about that. How much? $20,000. It's a lot of money. It's a high noon hour. Malik Strofe. I want to get into this now. Joe Thomas, who, of course, longtime Cleveland brand, still does some work for their their TV network locally out out there in Ohio. Uh, Obviously, he's a Wisconsin UW Athletic Hall of Famer. Um, now involved with the Varsity Collective, and if you're un- unsure what the uh, Varsity Collective it is, the it is the name, image, likeness charitable organization for the University of Wisconsin. Joe Thomas back in Madison yesterday. I had the opportunity to catch up with him for about five minutes, uh, talk about the Varsity Collective. I also got a Super Bowl pick, which is interesting. You'll be, uh, you'll be, I think you'll be glad to hear what he said for his Super Bowl pick. All right, let's do it. Varsity Collective yesterday. Here's me with Joe Thomas. 
Let's start with this. I mean, obviously, a very important cause for you to come back, to talk about it, to start the podcast. Why was it so important for you to get involved in something like this? I love trying to give back any chance I get to Wisconsin student-athletes and the broader Wisconsin community. And I just saw this as a great opportunity because there's always been this arbitrage, this inefficiency between what a student-athlete gives to his university and his athletic programs and us as fans versus what we're allowed to do as fans to give back to, to those student-athletes and to those programs. Traditionally, the approach was you can donate money to the university and they're going to get so much money that they'll put million-dollar fountains in the weight room and they'll pay their coaches gazillions of dollars. Um, but there was always so much more to give, right? Especially when you look at a university like Wisconsin that has such a loyal and passionate group of business people that want to give their time and their experience and their expertise to students athletes because it's a win-win on both sides, but there was always that firewall with the NCAA saying you couldn't do that. So to be able to be involved and when Rob reached out, I, I jumped at the opportunity because I think this is finally an opportunity to link those business folks who have so much to offer with the student athletes who want to further their own careers for when they are done playing sports. And I think that's what the life currency stuff is all about. Like obviously, if you're going to be a pro basketball player, football player, like building your brand is good for social media and marketing or whatever. But more than anything, it's going to be the student athletes that don't play professional sports but had an opportunity like I did to work with Ted and you know, see those business dealings happen and, and learn all of the experience that somebody like him can give to you as a 19, 20, 21 year old kid that's probably going to be pretty soon going out on your own into the business world and to be able to lean on those experiences is something you can't pay for in the world in the real world. Yeah, totally. And you know, when you reflect on your time as a student athlete, I think it's fascinating to see how quickly the college landscape has changed. Is that, is that something you also, you know, you notice, notice, oh, holy smokes, it's, the NIL just got implemented a year ago and here we are with the varsity collective already. Yeah, it's changed really quickly and I think it's going to continue to really change quickly because the rules change so drastically immediately and so everybody's still trying to figure out what this means and where they can find their own little expertise and uh, their competitive edge and I think Wisconsin has with the varsity collective and the four pillars that Rob Masters has talked about uh, specifically the life currency side of things um, but I think it's going to it's going to continue to change because the pendulum always swings too far in both directions and the craziness that you hear about from other universities where they're paying guys you know millions of dollars to recruits to come play quarterback I think a lot of that stuff will dry up pretty quickly when they realize like coaches do that not every five-star guy ends up even playing for your team much less contributing it at all and so that two million dollar check you gave the quarterback who was the five star you don't feel so great about that investment and I think you'd rather invest in the people that are already there with your time and your experience and your expertise kind of like we're hoping to do with mentorships and with scaling those mentorships through, through the Varsity Collective I think that's why Wisconsin has nailed it on the head with the Varsity Collective it's funny you bring up the two million dollar thing because we're going to see more and more of that as the years roll on which I find uh, hilarious but Badger Biggs the podcast you and your wife are coming out with through the Varsity Collective what can we expect from that super excited yeah I'm really excited I think what we're going to try to do is kind of dive into the stories and the memories and the experiences of current and former Badger athletes some of the biggest stars and not just the revenue sports but the non-revenue 
sports. And I think Wisconsin is uniquely positioned because our alumni group has a pride and a passion that's unrivaled for our non-revenue sports. And just telling the story today about my kids this past weekend, being able to meet Dana Recchi uh, in one of the Badger boxes at the football game and seeing their eyes light up and seeing how much pride that everybody in the university had in this volleyball team and has had in all a lot of other non-revenue sports. I think it's really cool to be able to tell those stories with my wife at my side, who was a basketball player here, who's a lot funnier than I am, and to be able to peel back the curtain and share some of those experiences from these athletes that maybe haven't had the platform to be able to tell their story and to get into the details of why they're important to the Badger family, but more than anything, why the Badger family is so special to them. That's awesome. I noticed you keep saying your wife's funnier than you. Is she going to kick yeah. you out if you say otherwise or what? Every day, man. It's, it's <laughs> Call somebody. Help me. Uh, a couple quick hitters for you. 38-0 uh, to win in week one for Wisconsin. Offense looks solid so far. What's, what's your takeaway? After week one? Yeah, I thought they were really solid. I thought, obviously, defense, we knew they were going to be really good. I think the run game was improved from last year. Graham Mertz, his decision-making was a lot better than last year. You're hearing maturity a lot. That's kind of a buzzword, but you're seeing it on the field with him, so I think they've got a big test on Saturday. Washington State's a lot better opponent than Illinois State, so they're going to have to pick up right where they left off because you can't ease into a game against a team that's going to throw 160 passes. Uh, UCLA, USC joining the Big Ten. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think it's great. I, I, I love bringing in that West Coast. We have a lot of alumni in California, throughout Southern California, Northern California, even up to the Bay Area. And I think it's only going to help our recruiting to be able to bring in those athletes from those areas and say, hey, we're going to go back and you're going to be able to play in front of your home fans at least a few times throughout your career. NFL season kicks off tonight. Going to put you on the spot. Super Bowl prediction. If you can give it to me. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure I've already picked somebody and I can't remember who that was. <laughs> uh, the Bills are the popular pick and I usually like to go against uh, the popular opinion. So I'm going to go with, we'll go with the Packers. We'll keep it safe. I love it. Thanks, Joe. It's Joe Thomas, UW Athletics Hall of Famer, to be NFL Hall of Famer. Longtime class doing work with the Varsity Collective, the NIL charitable organization for the University of Wisconsin back in Madison yesterday. Joe Thomas picks the Packers to win it all, Hunter Vaughn. Love to hear that. Very optimistic. I think he only said it because he was in Wisconsin. I think he only said it because I asked him. Um, Bills look good, though. Big win last night over the uh, reigning champion Rams. We're rolling out to high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe. He's Hunter Vaughn. We're live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Last chance to get your guy in on the old National Bank talking text line, 844-770-3776. Who's your guy for the 2022 Packers season? So uh, Josh and Madison texted in, and he said Aaron Jones. Josh, Aaron Jones doesn't count. Yeah, he does. No, yeah, he, he does Aaron Jones could be your guy. No, he Aaron doesn't. Jones could be your he guy. He doesn't count. I think everybody but Aaron Rodgers is on the table. He, Aaron Jones was already the guy, a guy last year. Yeah, he, but but if he is the guy, right? Like when he says Aaron Jones is going to have a big year, I think he means like he will be in the running for offensive player of the year. That's what I think he, he doesn't means. play quarterback. He won't be offensive player of the year. No. Wide receiver won it last year, brother. Cooper yeah, Cup was the offensive player of the great. year last He's year. He's the exception, not the rule. Uh, yeah, but quarterbacks win MVP. Usually a uh, a wide receiver running back win offensive player of the year. I just think this year it'll be a quarterback. Uh, okay, well, your thoughts stink, Hunter. You know, it doesn't stink, though. It's high noon. You can win $20,000 with high noon. 
uh, if you go scan the QR code at point of purchase anywhere uh, in Madison, multiple participating locations, you can win $20,000 instantly, rather, courtesy of High Noon. You must be 21 years or older to enter, but no purchase is necessary. Who's your guy? And also, it's Friday, baby. I need your crackpot recipes. What do you got in the crackpot this weekend? Crackpot? Not the crackpot. Crackpot. No, no, not the crackpot. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to know what's in that. I want to know what's in the crackpot this weekend. Tell me what's the uh, what's the crockpot recipe of the week. If you got a good one, I'll read it. Maybe I'll even make it 844-770-3776. As we roll on, it's the high noon hour right here on ESPN Madison. More football reactions, more from the gunslinger, more high noon. The high noon hour with Alex Strofe continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Which Green Bay Packer in 2022 is going to give you the best of them? Who's your guy in 2022? 844-770-3776, the old National Bank talking text line. Get old with old National Bank. As we roll out, it's the high noon hour here on ESPN Madison. Just a quick programming note. This will be the last Friday edition until the Packers play Thursday Night Football against the Titans uh, in November. Uh, of the high noon hour, we are flipping over to Mondays, beginning in three days. On Monday, we will be live and local all day after Packer games, including... This very program, the High Noon Hour, I'm Alex Strove hanging out with you here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. That also means you get three hours of our pals Rutledge and Hamilton every Monday following Packers games, 1 to 4 o'clock. They are on. We're live and local. I love it. We'll be breaking down Packers action all football season long. The long-awaited wait is over. Practically. we got about 50 hours until the Packers and Vikings kick off at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. It's super, super exciting. Man, I love this time of year, right? Like, we wait all summer. And we enjoy the summer because, you know, full cur- pull the curtain back here, Hunter. We work a lot in the, in the football season. Yes. It's, it's our craziest time of year. But we enjoy the summer. But deep down in our hearts and in our minds, we're thinking, oh, my goodness, I can't wait till football season's back. It. it- gets really weird when we hit like late january or i mean after the super bowl really into february all of a sudden that first saturday and i'm like wait i don't have anything to do yeah and then that sunday like it's weird just not having flip on the usfl try that out i don't think i really dig that then you finally get to the nba playoffs and you get excited about the bucks but like it's not the same this is green bay packers football wisconsin badgers football it's the best time of year i'm all fired up we're asking you who your guy is 844-770-3776 just to recap we had molly brown in we had jesse nelson in hunter vaughn and i all picked our guy for the 2022 year Molly Brown said Romeo Dobbs, Jesse Nelson. Who did he say again? Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. You picked Robert Tunyon. Yes. I picked two because uh, I'm allowed to do that. I do what I want. I do what I want. I love me some me. Uh, So I picked two. Defensively, Eric Stokes is my guy. Offensively, Amari Rodgers is my guy. I've come around on Amari Rodgers. I actually do think he's going to have a nice season. Matt Hamilton's going to be so happy. I know. and We'll, we'll talk with Rutledge and Hamilton. I'm, I'm going I'm to stick around for a segment to talk about their guys in the 2022 segment, or in the 2022 season, rather. So uh, we'll chat with them here in a few minutes about who their guy is. But I'm excited to hear Matt's take on my Amari Rodgers pick because I, I do think he will have a bounce back here, uh, here in 2022. But it is, it is the most wonderful time in the year. I get to break out the crock pot once again and know 
not the crack pipe hunter. The crock pot is what I'm breaking out or on the crack Sunday. Pot. The crack, no, none of those. Just the crock pot. I'm breaking that out on Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to make. We had a really good Southwest chicken recipe last week. I forgot who, who gave that to us, but it was a it was a great recipe. I can't remember. Super simple chicken salsa cheese. Like I might try that out. I might make my world infamous. Uh, the chili queso that I make that's really good. Maybe some buffalo chicken dip. I haven't decided. What's, what are you cooking this week? And we talked about this last week, but I always love talking about it on a Friday. What's what's uh, hunt, Chef Hunter, uh, uh, Chef Hunt Daddy, as Scalzo and Brust call you, what's he cooking up this weekend? See, I don't think I'm going to cook anything up this weekend because of the effort I put in on Labor ribs, Day. Yeah. I got up at 5.30 in the morning oh, to put ribs person. in the slow person. cooker. You're a crazy so, person. yeah, it's, I'm going to take a weekend off from cooking. All right, so I'm between chili dogs or chili queso. I think I'm going to go chili queso. I would have gone chili dogs. I love a good chili dog. Oh, man. Oh, you know what's the best part about football season might not even be the actual football. It might be the food you eat because I spoil myself, right? Like Sundays are my day. I just cook. I sit I sit on my butt. I crush a bunch of high noons and I watch football all day. And it's I cannot wait for Sunday. I'm so excited. So let's do this quick, Hunter, before we wrap up. A lot of games on the NFL slate this week and we know about Vikings Packers. We've talked extensively about it. Um, who do you like in that game? Let's get this out of the way. You like the Vikings or the Packers in week number one? I, my heart tells me go with the Packers, yep. but my brain is saying that I just think the Vikings are going to get this one being at home. Um, I'm with you. Green Bay favored by a point and a half, so it's a very slim line. I'm going to go with the Packers, and I think you'll be surprised just because I know how much it hurt Matt LaFleur to get his butt kicked out of the building in Jacksonville last year in week number one against the New Orleans Saints. They lost 38-3. to He is not going to allow a repeat performance like that. Now, this is a little bit different of a game. It's a division rival. Uh, and a division rival that has a lot to prove. A first-year head coach. They've made some changes defensively. They they uh, they're going to come with some stank chip on their shoulder. Like this team's going to bring it. Week number one, Minnesota. I still think the Packers win. Uh, real quick, I know we've only got about a minute left before we flip over to Rutledge and Hamilton. I think the most appealing game on the NFL slate this weekend is Chiefs Cardinals. Those are two teams I know nothing about. Browns Panthers. Uh, yeah, because of the Baker angle. Yep. But both of those teams are going to stink, right? Like, I don't think either of those teams are playoff teams. I'm not intrigued by that. I'm intrigued by Chiefs-Cardinals, AFC-NFC matchup. I think that's a really fun game. The game I absolutely will not watch a second of this weekend. I I think we should start doing this. The game I will not watch a second of this weekend is Ravens-Jets. No interest. We're not. I mean, it's 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 Joe Flacco against the Ravens. Same thing as the Baker Mayfield thing, right? But it doesn't intrigue me at all. Jets are going to be doo doo this year, and the Ravens are going to be really good. I think. So Jags Commanders. They're just garbage teams. I have no interest. I think the Jaguars might be sneaky good this They'll year, but that's something it. we'll get into later. Trevor Lawrence is going to make a big leap. Thanks for hanging out with us today. This has been the High Noon Hour. Big thanks to Jesse Nelson, Molly Brown, Hunter Vaughn, Joe Thomas, all for joining the show today. I'm Alex Struff. You've got Rutledge and Hamilton, a special three-hour edition coming up next, right here on 100. Five ESPN.